uctoday.com. Hello and welcome to Out Loud. We've got a treat for you today where we look at solving the collaboration problem. The vast array of communication and collaboration methods used by businesses are potentially distracting their workers from their most important business roles. RingCentral have been one of the most disruptive players within the communication industry and now they're looking into collaboration. They have commissioned some research in their Zen survey looking at the current state of collaboration. I'm joined by their VP for collaboration, Mike Pugh, to discuss the findings from the research and discuss their solution, which is their platform, Glip. I started by asking Mike about how Glip fits into their existing portfolio of products. The range of services at RingCentral go from products that serve single users to products that serve companies with 10,000 seats and everything in between. Um, and I love this idea of products that solve the, you know, the problems of the IT uh, uh, leader or CIO and at the same time provide great user experiences for the individuals sitting at desks actually getting work done. And so that was the mission for me is I'm not a back-end infrastructure um, kind of a guy. I'm a can-we-help-somebody-do-their-job type marketer and product guy. And so I love the opportunity for us to be able to make real people's lives a little bit easier in trying to get stuff done. One of the pieces of research that, that you've commissioned recently was the Zen survey. So, Michael, I was hoping you could explain a bit more about what the sort of purpose of commissioning that research was and, and what the main, most interesting findings were from your perspective. Sure. Well, we've been in business for over a decade and have amassed a huge user base of companies from, from small uh, one-person proprietors to uh, Fortune 500 companies. And so we're constantly in contact with our customers. And one of the things that kept ringing true was the feeling of overwhelm that they get from the amount of communications that are flying at them every day. And so we thought it would be very useful to reach out and do a formal study to see what it's like to be in the shoes of people doing knowledge worker jobs and the type of flood of information they have to deal with and, and what they would like to make that job easier and more productive. That is something that appeals to me greatly and I, I feel that I should have been within the research really because that, that's something that I'm sure you face, maybe not so much actually, but I certainly face with the amount of collaboration platforms we use and communication platforms we use, the, the, the amount of traditional email I still get. What, what did the survey show in terms of what was, what was most disruptive to people? I think we found that, that the vast majority of people were overwhelmed by the number of individual messages or touch points they have every day, and they were also overwhelmed by the number of apps they needed to use to sort out those communications. Um, we found that email um, is one of those things that has become a core part of the way people do business, but it's, it's begun breaking down in its ability to handle the more real-time digital workflow that has evolved for most knowledge workers today. And the, the solution most fine is that if they could consolidate more of their activities around fewer apps, they would help them better manage this flow of information. They'd feel much more comfortable both in the, um, the, the ability to do their job as well as their ability to stay ahead and position themselves for success. And that one of the critical words that you mentioned there, which has been a, a real a real trend within the industry, is workflow. And and the way I feel at the moment that definitely my day is affected. It's not a a seamless workflow, maybe through one or two applications. I am, and this partly because of 
being a tech journalist and having to have all these various collaborations is is my workflow sort of jumps from one medium to another i'm in i'm in email i'm in one team collaboration app i'm in another team collaboration app i get a phone call and this this sort of disjointed way of working isn't the most efficient way for for businesses to realize their business outcomes correct and and what we found and this is not surprising to us but it's always good to back it up with data is that um, older executives, people who've been around through the era, probably leading with phone, um, moving into email, um, they're most comfortable with where we are. They're, they're still overwhelmed. They still want a better solution, but they are more comfortable with email being the home base. But younger generations that are entering the workforce are much more skewed towards a real-time short message format, probably coming out of their experience with text messaging. And so they're much more comfortable with this continuum of communication. So rather than having disjointed communications where each one uses its own app, has its own silo, maybe some people like one and some people like another, they're much more comfortable and you know they'll be taking over the workforce in coming years with a, a format in which you and I can communicate quickly via chat. Uh, is the meeting today at four? Yes, see you then. And have it be able to be very real time and easy for those and then escalate further. Do you want to discuss the presentation we're giving today? Yeah, let's hop on the phone. Let me do a screen share. So to them, it's much more of a continuum than a series of point solutions. And, and we feel that um, we're uniquely positioned in understanding that through both the survey and our experience with customers, but they want a much more seamless experience that allows them to move between com communication modes rather than having a jump from one to another. That, that's some really interesting finding, findings, and that's something that I've heard anecdotally within the industry as well in terms of the the difference between generations and I always get confused about which generation is a baby boomer and who, who's a millennial and, and who's generation X or, or, or Z or whatever it might be but the, but there is definitely a, a transition isn't there in, in terms of the willingness and I was going to say capability but that's a bit unfair but I suppose that the general aptitude of working in different mediums with the newer generations as you said much more inclined to utilize modern communication methods whether whether that's chat or, or whatever that might be yeah and i think if you if you think about it email really replaced a much more um, linear type of communication style with sending letters or memos back and forth which it was a great replacement for moving that to digital but now we've got much more complex ways of communicating between files audio video um, and we want them to be persistent. Um, a great example I always think of with email is that if you and I are bouncing something back and forth via email, that's not really a problem. But when we want to add in a third person, suddenly we realize our project that we're working on needs the expertise of a creative or an engineer. And we want to bring somebody else into that thread. Um, it may be that the attachment that I put on in our initial back and forth is no longer attached to the thread that we're working on. So we introduce another person in, and they're missing some of the content either within the message thread itself or attachments to be able to keep up with what we're doing. They want to add another person or someone adds a distribution list, and you can't really tell who's on the distribution list. And some people, when they forward, include the history of the message, and some just include their response. So you can see how email, which was something that was a good replacement for a back-and-forth memo between two people, started breaking down when both multiple parties were involved, when they would join at different points in the conversation, and when additional media were needed in order to have that conversation go through. And that's why things like, like uh, uh, collaboration tools and chat apps are so great, because they can have a persistent message where someone can join midstream and see all of the history. Any file that was shared between us at the beginning is available to everyone along the way. And with things like Glip, you can attach 
um, calendar items, and you can attach projects and tasks to these things also. So you can start having the flow go from uh, you and I chatting back and forth is the meeting today to suddenly um, collaborating on the presentation we're going to make and even stepping into the meeting itself using an online video tool to be able to progress to the point where we're actually doing a screen share, talking and seeing each other's faces. So being able to do that without switching apps or having a hiccup um, and having to learn multiple UIs and having multiple logins is much better than being able to try to cram all this stuff through email. That, that's, a really, that's another really interesting point that you make in terms of it's not just having to use all of these different mediums, whatever communication it might be, but also having to learn them all. And I mean, as I said, my, my position is slightly unique in terms of we have to review a lot of applications, but every time you're sort of becoming au fait with a different platform, a different user interface, and that again, there's a delay and it's, it's an inefficiency thing, isn't it? So the more consistent the communication channel can be, the more efficient that workflow. Yeah, and that's why I love the industry that we're both in is that we, we want to bring all of this very um, uh, uh, forward-looking technology to bear to a bunch of people who have regular day jobs. And as much as we might think it's sexy to have a new UI or a new tool, these folks show up at work every morning needing to be productive. And so we, we need to make this technology usable for them, not just sexy to us or innovative. And, you know, everyone talks about disruptive companies and how exciting it is to, for a company to disrupt an industry. But we have to realize that a lot of people don't want their work disrupted multiple times a day. And so we have to find that balance between disruptive technologies, but not having them disrupt people's ability to get their jobs done. That brings us nicely onto the Ring Central collaboration platform, which is Glip. And so I wanted to understand from your end how Glip would potentially resolve some of the issues that we've talked about previously. Well, one of the things that I love about Glip is that it's free. And so we believe that collaboration is a gateway to better communication and better productivity. So we've made the choice to be able to make Glip available for free. Um, it doesn't have limits on some of its uh, functionality like some of the other vendors do. Lots, lots of great vendors in this space. We've chosen not to put limits on Glip to make the broadest possible audience to use it. Um, we think that's vital because we've seen the impact it's had on all types of organizations. We've, you know, at one end of the spectrum, we have churches that have started using Glip, a rapid growth church in the U.S. Um, was opening new facilities on college campuses. And they were growing fast. They were an interesting mix of volunteers and paid staff. Um, they were not technologists, and yet they had a very strong need to collaborate. And they adopted Glip, and it made their lives much easier, and they've built much of their workflow around how Glip operates. We've also got commercial establishments. We've got franchises who are uh, have staff that are in their teens and 20s, and are very mobile-centric, and they have owners who are um, older and more email-centric, and yet they need to be able to communicate across different sites with people who are working multiple shifts and in a very complex environment where people are not sitting at a desk, but they're walking around a floor, and they're able to use Glip to be able to make their communication easier. We've got example after example of companies that were stuck in a world in which email was not serving them, and being able to use a collaboration tool to make things much more real-time to have it be free has been game changers. So one big thing is we want we want people to be able to collaborate, and so we've made our product free with no limits. Um, I'd say another one is is we have a rather expansive scope of what collaboration is. Some vendors think that collaboration is chat, which is which is great. We've got this idea that most people in their daily lives have to be able to kind of move between a continuum. Now we're talking about most workers will get an email in a day. They'll make a call in a day. They'll do a chat in a day. Share, they'll share a file, 
So there's a certain ring of activities that we've we've drawn where we feel these are very daily activities for the kind of people we want to serve. And so we've made a, a tool in, in, in GLIP where all of those are accessible from one place to make this motion from one type of communication to another very simple. So integrations are great. We've chosen to integrate at the level where a certain department or job function may have a specific tool to them and we want to integrate, but we feel that the, the core functionality of making a call, doing a chat, doing a video meeting, sharing a file, scheduling a meeting, or creating a task, we think those things are so much ingrained in the day-to-day -day activities and are so intertwined in how you move from one to the next that we put them all in the same place. There's a couple of things that, that I want to expand upon that you mentioned there. Uh, for, firstly, the, the completely free model of GLIP, that is a, it, it's a bold, and I know we mentioned workplace disruption, which, which isn't something we want, but that is a, a disruptive move and, and continues sort of Ring Central's existing theme, doesn't it? Because as you said, that there's a lot of good products out there and they operate on a, a model where you, you get a sort of basic version with, with slightly limited features for free, but if you want the fully the fully featured applications and all of the sort of enterprise class scalability, you then have to pay for it. And, and that's different with Glip. Yeah, and when we've, again, we, we've, we believe that this is a, a functionality that will expose everything that Ring Central does to the right audience. And we also believe that we're still at the stage of collaboration where some people think that the battle is between competitors in the collaboration space. I still tend to think it's between um, this functionality and the rest of, of the way people work. Most people in normal jobs have yet to use a collaboration tool. And so we think it's very important to expose this capability to them because we've got everyone who uses our product loves it. And I'm guessing that some of many of our competitors, everyone who uses their product, they love it too. So for me, we're still about evangeling the idea that collaboration is a better way to run your business. And we want to be able to put that in front of as many users as possible because it's a game changer. Just from, a, from my perspective and an understanding of GLIP, what, what are some of the, the main case studies and user experiences you, you've got from customers that are really utilizing the full features of GLIP? So I, I think that the common theme is getting work done. So what we find is that, that if you're trying to initiate a project, um, pull people together, that's when GLIP really shines. We've got example of a, a publisher who has um, – uh, uh, their editorial staff is spread across the country and they use freelance photographers and they're working in real time trying to make sure that the work they do is uh, creates an environment where they can sell advertising. So they've got this disparate team of different, different experience sets, uh, editorial, creative, advertising, sales, and they need to pull that team together despite the fact that they're in different uh, locations and they're working on an array of deadlines. So in that case, being able to chat back and forth to be able to post schedules and tasks, to be able to store files, allows them to be running you know, potentially five different stories or 10 different stories at the same time, each with a different deadline and a different mix of staff working on it, and be able to communicate clearly, be working on different schedules across the country and hit their deadlines. Um, another great example is, is um, a franchisee, a franchisor that has multiple different companies. They've got a burger franchise and they've got a, a taco franchise and they've owned multiple um, uh, uh, franchises within a certain geographic area. So they're working on two different programs across multiple sites with different age group staff, and they're able to manage staffing, employee announcements, changes of shifts, changes in policy very effectively across these different age groups, different locations, different brands, 
to be able to manage their business well. Um, I think the key, if somebody has a business that is complicated with people of various skill sets trying to hit deadlines across an array of activities, uh, collaboration shines and GLIP really shines in its ability to help those people put the pieces of the puzzle together, satisfy a customer, and create a really good business. And just from your perspective, Mike, as well, you, you've mentioned some really interesting case studies there uh, across catering, and you, and you mentioned a publisher as well. Do, do you think that collaboration has a particular hit with any industry vertical, or, or is it generally available to anyone who's looking to enhance, as you said, that, that workflow process? I think it, it really it works for any business, but it really shines when you're trying to pull together people um, from various disciplines. I think if you're all engineers or you're all marketers or you are all finance people, there are specific tools within those categories that people get used to that they've used from company to company that sometimes can serve most of the, the solution where they've been tailored over the years to have the specific needs filled for a certain job function. It's when you start crossing job functions and you need something to be able to serve the handoff between a, an editor making an assignment to a photographer taking a photo and needing to post it to a, an, uh, a someone being able to mock up what the article will look like, going to the uh, publisher to actually put it together, and then for somebody in sales to be out to go sell, sell advertising around it. That's where collaboration and GLIP specifically shine because there you have to have various Various problems are being solved across job functions, sometimes across industries, and those are the kind of things where you can't train each one of those people to use a complex point-specific solution. You need to give them something that's very easy to use uh, for each of their own personal functions and make it work for the collective good of that project. And then the, the other thing I wanted to uh, expand upon again was the, the holistic approach that, that you've taken at GLIP in terms of integrating the, the multiple functionality, as you said, it's, it's not just chat, but w within Glip, there's a whole range of of different features that, that you offer, and that 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 is critical, isn't it? Because effectively, if you know it's a, it's it's a chat application, you you're not really enhancing a workflow; you're just creating another separate communication channel, which adds to that sort of overwhelming feeling that, that the results showed in the survey pe people feel. Sure. Let me give you maybe the, the classic example we found is that in surveying our customers and doing a lot of one-on-one -on -one interviews with them to really find out how we solve their problems, as you stated, being able to chat is helpful, especially to a generation that has grown up as chat being the primary way to communicate. But if that was all it was, it would be yet another communication modal in an already overwhelming set of communication modals. And we found that while customers who do just chat really love the product, the ones that are the most have the most game-changing impacts on their business are the ones that, for example, use our task functionality. The ability for, for, for us to be communicating uh, about a project and for you to ask me um, if I can help get a, a ad campaign out in the next week and for me to agree and then for you to create a task for me that documents our agreement and puts it into the chat thread and allows me to update the task within that chat thread um, those are the kinds of activities that when we find that people are using chat, I mean, uh, tasks or calendar or other ways to take a discussion between the two of us and move it into the real world of action, that's where we see the most benefit. Again, not that chat isn't fantastic on its own, but it's when chat crosses that line into workflow and how we get our work done that we see companies have amazing results um, from using collaboration and using GLIP. And Mike, if... 
listeners out there want to go and try Glip, what's the, what's the best way to go about it? I would say just go to Glip.com, sign up for an account. The beautiful thing is that not only is Glip free for you, but it's free for the people you invite into your team. So at Glip.com, you can, by providing your email address only, very easy sign-up process, you can get an account. Um, there's some great uh, tools and instructions within the product to help you understand how to quickly add team members um, to be able to start your correspondence, use different feature sets. But I would say that it's probably a two-minute uh, exercise to get up and running. Um, email invites are sent out to anybody you include. Um, those people can quickly get up and running, and it's amazing within you know a day you'll see teams uh, switch off of email and start having these kind of real-time quick communications that help them change their business. Excellent. Well, Mike, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast and, and explaining more about, about the results of the research and, and also introducing me a bit more to Clip. Uh, thank you. It was great to be on. I appreciate the time. Fascinating insight from Mike there on the collaboration industry problem. I know I have issues with the different channels I use when working. So big thanks to him and to Ring Central for coming onto the podcast and explaining more about that and about Glip. If you want to know more about Ring Central or Glip, there is loads of content on our website. So head to uctoday.com and take a look there. If you like this episode or any of the other episodes in the series, please leave a review and a rating for us on iTunes. I will accept good or great reviews and your feedback really helps. That's it for today. Thanks for listening. Thing.